You're listening to another episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays, the Small Business Saturdays podcast, with your host and my husband, and my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at OurSuccessGroup.com. Excited to talk to you guys today. Uh, we are back. We're going to talk about why you need a goals list. And as I often do, uh, I, I like to uh, start with a message from my mentor, Jack Canfield, and, and really just kind of break down what I'm seeing and, and thinking of it, and then hopefully get your guys' feedback, those of you that are able to tune in live here. And that's what we're going to talk about here today, why you need a goals list. And and I guess one of the first things to say here is, is you know, what is a goals list? A lot of times we look at things on a superficial level, you know, oh, I want my business to grow. I, I like to improve my life, things like that. But when you think about it, those are just a wish. And, and kind of the, the saying is <laughs> wishes are good. But, uh, goals are actually are achievable or, or you achieve something like that. I can't remember the exact words. But when we talk about goals, goals have specifics around them. Right? We, we can't achieve a goal. I like to call it become a goal getter. We can't achieve a goal when we don't know exactly what we're after because there's varying degrees of grow your business. There's varying degrees of improve my life. I'd like to lose some weight. Okay, well, if I drop 0.1 pounds, ounces, whatever, a small amount, I've lost some weight. And the internal, the subconscious, that internal part of us says, oh, okay, yep, good. We got it. Cool. Now I can go back to stasis. I can go back to not changing. I can go back to my comfort zone. We need to be very specific about what a goal is. Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. Let's hear See if we can listen to this. Um, it's pretty short. It's about four minutes uh, video from uh, Mr. Jack Canfield, my mentor, and then uh, we will try to break that down. And today I want to share with you the importance of setting goals. Whatever goal you give to your subconscious mind, it will work night and day to achieve it. However, one goal isn't enough. Some goals take longer to achieve than others. And if you spend years working toward only one objective, you're likely to get discouraged when it doesn't happen right away. But when you have a long list of goals that you'd like to achieve, you have more to strive for and more opportunities to check those goals off your list. And the rush you feel every time you check off one of those goals will inspire you to accomplish even more of them. So make a list of 101 goals you'd like to achieve in your life before you die and be as specific as possible. Include details such as when they will happen, where they will happen, how much you'll make, what model you'll buy, what size it'll be, and so on. And keep your goals somewhere where you can review them often. You might want to put them on a deck of three by five index cards and shuffle through them every morning, or on a poster or a piece of paper you hang on the wall beside your computer or in the bathroom or on the refrigerator. Or you might want to put them in a book that you read each night before you fall asleep. And by keeping them top of mind, you'll be more likely to make them a reality. And every time you achieve one of your goals, 
check it off the list and celebrate what you've managed to accomplish in your life. For inspiration, here are some of my personal goals that I committed to achieving when I did my 101 goals list. Traveling to Rome, visiting Paris, Russia, Singapore, visiting great sites like the Eiffel Tower, the pyramids and the Great Wall of China all across the world. I've snorkeled in Hawaii and I've attended the Olympics, I've sold 500 million books, I've appeared on Oprah, I've appeared in a movie and I visited and stayed in the rainforest in Ecuador. I've achieved over 80 of my 101 goals and now I'm still adding new ones to the list like learning to sing and play 10 children's songs on a guitar and learning to perform five magic tricks so I can entertain my three and a half year old grandson. Your goals can be as small or as large as you want them to be. Nothing's off limits. What is important is that you commit to creating your 101 goals list and looking them over often. I've had my list since 1989. And as I said, I'm continually checking things off of it. If you have trouble coming up with 101 goals, you can ask your inner guidance through meditation or deep thinking. You know, I came up with the idea and the title for Chicken Soup for the Soul through a meditation, and that has changed my life. Now, sometimes inspirations occur without expectation or warning. Other times we have to consciously ask for them and then create the quiet space within ourselves to receive them. Inspiration can strike when you're lying in bed in a semi-conscious dream state, when you're taking a shower, or when you're walking along a beach or through the woods. But however and whenever it comes, it should be posted and acted on as soon as possible. Now, I've come to believe that when inspiration strikes, it comes in a certain window of time that's ideally suited for the action to begin at that moment. So when it strikes, take advantage of it. Keeping this in mind, I want to leave you with a bit of homework to complete after you're done watching this video. Number a paper from one to 101 and begin creating your own 101 goals list. And to hold yourself accountable, leave a comment below with your first five goals that you come up with. And I'll follow up with you guys to make sure you're staying on track. So thanks for watching. And remember, nothing will change for the better until you do. 101 goals, uh, big number, right? That's it, a, uh, it could feel like a lot at first. I, I think when I first heard about this idea, it, it was like, wow, uh, 101. But if you think about, right, life, you think about time, you think about how things kind of work. It's a, it's a really good. So let, let me quickly tell you the story that, that Jack told us about where this 101, why 101. Um, it came from a gentleman named Lou Holtz. Um, if uh, you're a little bit older like me, you might recognize Lou Holtz. He's a former head football coach of Notre Dame University. And um, when he was a young coach before he had creating um, created anything, uh, yes, definitely Facebook user, nothing will change until you do. I love that. I love that. By the way, if uh, you head over to osg.link forward slash fu for Facebook user, for Facebook user. <laughs> just to be tongue in cheek there um, because Facebook is always kind of messing with us, but uh, I, I will be able to see who you are. If you go to osg.link forward slash fu. All right. So the, the story goes with Mr. Lou Holtz is before he was a coach of any note. Um, he was at home, didn't really know what he was going to do. Um, didn't really have a lot of uh, direction and just decided that he really needed to kind of get his, his life together. So one day he just sat down and he wrote down 
a list of a hundred goals that he had in his life, a list of a hundred things that he wanted to get done. And, um, when his wife got home, she was working, paying the bills while he was trying to figure out what he was going to be. His wife, uh, new wife, they were a young couple, got home and he was super excited. He was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so excited. I created this hundred list of a hundred goals. I can't wait to, you know, go out and start. And, and you know, I'm, this is going to change our life. And, and she was very supportive of him. And uh, she said, okay, great. This is, this looks awesome. You know, went through the list and she says, okay, so get one more goal, go get a job. <laughs> and so that's how it became 101 goals list because, you know, he added on to that, become a um, notable college football coach. And, and he certainly did. But as the story continues, um, hey, Luan, thank you. Um, as the story continues, he went on to, yes, become a very um, well-known, very winning, very popular football coach. And then from there, went on to be uh, quite the motivational speaker. Um, there was always these Lou Holt-isms. And, um, but what he did is he continued. He took that 101 goals list with him everywhere. He, he posted it. He let other people know about it. And uh, as he tells the story, um, one of his goals was to uh, be able to ride in a submarine. And um, lo and behold, you know, the kids that he coached, they knew about his goals list. They they had it in their mind. And, and, you know, in that moment, as college kids playing football, they couldn't do anything about it. But some of these kids went on to bigger and better and greater things. And one of his uh, athletes became the Admiral captain i'm not sure what the exact title would have been but he was in charge of a navy submarine and uh, one day he had an opportunity to allow his former coach to come join him on a uh, on that submarine and he called him up and he said hey coach if you can get out to san diego i can put you on the submarine i know that's one of your goals and so when you put it out there, then people start conspiring with you, right? <laughs> against you, right? We always think that conspiring is against, but um, many times you can have people conspire with you. And when they conspire with you, then they help you make those goals become reality. So setting those goals, having, having that, having it available, you know, as I was going through this and I was thinking about this, I'm like, man. I need to get back to mine, right? I, I did this and I was pretty good about it, but then I get really focused in on, on, you know, specific goals and stuff like that. So, and I don't want to talk about that here too. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's good to just go back and go back to the big, you know, wh what's all of the things, what's the bucket list. Some people call it a bucket list, right? Um, and, and they call it that because things you want to do before you kick the bucket. You know, life's experiences are what really uh, create success, right? So, you know, creating something and you're going to find if you haven't done this before that um, it's not an easy task, right? You go, oh, I can just come up with all these things that I want. It should be no problem. Well, at first, yeah, you you can get in, into the list pretty quick. You, you get going, you know, you, you've got, you know, uh, typically what I've noticed you know, and what happened for me and what I've experience talking to other people that have done this is at first you get all the material things, right? Um, what do I want? You know, this fancy car, fancy house, fancy, this fancy that, you know, um, you know, maybe it's, uh, love interests, maybe it's, um, you know, 
things that you want to become as far as, you know, because, and then, then that kind of (laughs) falls into the next phase, right? The things you want to become, right? I want to have a business that makes X amount of dollars. I want to become, um, you know, governor, president, what, you know, there, there could be any number of things on, on your goals list. And then what typically happens is our mind will move us then to the space of what are the experiences, right? So what are the experiences we want? We, um, I want to travel to Pomeluka, Turkey, um, look it up. The, 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 uh, mineral ponds there are just so gorgeous and beautiful. Now I'm sure I'm seeing pictures, you know, when you go, there's probably tourists everywhere. It's, it's fine. You know, it's going to be a wonderful experience. Um, you know, I'd like to go spend time in Australia. I'd like to go with my family to Sweden. So my wife can kind of visit where her family many years back. So she didn't have any direct connections there, but you know, her family came from, uh, from that area. And, and I've had an opportunity to go there and I'd like, love to take my family there. Um, so, you know, just what are the experiences that you want to happen, have happen? And then at that point, now it really gets deep, right? Now it really gets to be a challenge because now you have to go inside, right? And, and this is where the real, um, rubber meets the road because now you start thinking, okay, how can I make an impact, right? What are things that I want to do that I can leave as a legacy pass down to my children or, you know, help my community with, or, um, other things that, that go a little bit outside of you and, and, and are a bit bigger. Right. And, and I'm not saying it always goes like this. Um, I'm just saying that this kind of is the, the typical path. Right. And, and then you're getting there and, you might not get all the way to 101 right away and you may be adding on to it. And as Jack talked about, you know, the important thing is to go back and check it off and make sure that, yeah, I did that. Right. And then review it and go, okay, what's the next thing I can work towards? You know, what do I need to get out there and share with the world? And um, as I started to talk about before we watched the video with Mr. Canfield is you also have to get very specific with what these goals are, right? And um, many people have heard of SMART goals. And if, if you're not familiar with what a SMART goal is, SMART is an acronym. And I've seen it mean several different things from, you know, but but most people consider SMART's acronym to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Did I get them all? Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Right. And so that gets your, your goals to be very specific, right. As, as number one. Um, and then I've also, um, heard and used myself even where you add an ER on the end, uh, evaluate and review, right. So specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound, evaluated and reviewed regularly. Right. So, so that's, that's a goal, but man, that is just so complicated to me. And, you know, I, I've got enough complicated things in my life. I don't know about you guys, but you know, there's, there's complications that that happen throughout the course of our lives. And um, so I want to simplify things. And, and uh, Jack has kind of really helped me kind of understand the simplification of, of that whole thing. And here it is two things, right? How much by when, how much by when? So if your, your goal needs to have how much and by when, Right. So if it's a bucket list thing, maybe it's before 
my life is over, right? But we don't know when that is, right? So how how does our subconscious, how do the people around us know that, you know, when you have to get this done? And then being very specific, right? I want to have a successful business. Well, what is a successful business, right? My idea of success might be, you know, a billion dollar business, a couple billion dollar business, right? Where your idea of success might be a hundred thousand dollar business. And, and both of those things are completely fine, right? That neither of them are something that we shouldn't strive for, right? And because maybe if yours is a little bit smaller, then you've got other things that are also more important to you than, than just the money, right? But on the flip side of it, if that bigger number is important to you, you might have bigger plans for that money, right? And so it, it doesn't, everybody's goals are going to be uniquely theirs. And, and I'll talk about this a little more depth here in a second, um, but everybody's goals are uniquely theirs. Therefore, they have to be ours, right? We can't go, oh, well, the world doesn't think a business is successful if it's not making at least a hundred thousand dollars a year, right? There's this hundred K club or, you know, now it's, you know, a million dollar business. If you're not seven figures and you know, if you, if you don't have a storefront and, and you're not set reaching towards seven figures, then, you know, I've actually heard people actually say that to people in our industry. I, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> like what? are you talking about? How, how could that be? Right. How, how can somebody else judge? <laughs> right. So, um, getting rid of all judgment and, and, and not worrying about the judgment of others is also really important when we set our goals, they have to be ours. Right. So, um, so how much and by when, and so get very specific with, with what that is for you. Right. Where do you want to travel? Okay. I, I could say I want to travel to Pomeluka, Turkey, but honestly, honestly, I'm not so sure it's the city that I'm interested in. I think it's the mineral um, pools that that are there, right? And so I want to travel to Pomeluka, Turkey, and stick my feet in the mineral pool for, um, you know, for ten minutes. I, you know, I I can't remember what I wrote down, but. By 10 minutes before 2020, 2030 is what I put, right? And and so how much and by when becomes very important, right? So as Jack said, that's the first assignment. Make sure that you have that list. If if you've started it before and it's not complete, maybe go back and add a couple more, right? Just as he talked about, you know, use use meditation, use kind of, you know, just getting into a space where it's quiet and it can be your brain. Um, my friend... Uh, Lorraine Thompson uh, taught me a, a, a sway test, right? Where if you just close your eyes and you, you know, you're not holding yourself. So right now I'm leaning on something. So you got to just close your eyes, be standing up straight. Um, no, nothing around you holding you up or anything like that. No, nothing kind of weighing on you one way or the other. And then you close your eyes and you say, okay, tell me what a yes answer looks feels like right and most people will find themselves swaying forward a little bit i'm, I'm over exaggerating it but you, you you might not even move you're just going to kind of feel your equilibrium shift one way or another and like i said for most people it's forward but if it's not that's completely fine too if a, you say what's a positive answer and you find yourself going backwards that's okay too right um and so when 
so that that's what you do first and then you kind of think about stuff right and you go okay you think about your goal and you say to yourself okay is this goal really goal of mine right and then ask for that answer and then if you sway forward and that was your positive answer then yeah get put that on the list or um, you know, you're thinking about, you know, what's, what's important to me. And then you give yourself an A or a B, right. And you can also do it that way. So, but just getting into that place where there's not a lot of outside influences going on, you know, you've got, if there is any sound, it's a, it's a meditative sound, maybe a, a for me, it's a waterfall, um, moving water, traveling water, um, is what really grounds me. Uh, and maybe doing some movement, maybe, you know, you've just done a little bit of yoga or, um, you know, maybe you've stood outside in your bare feet to ground yourself to the earth, right? Just whatever it's going to take, get to that place and then come up with this list. So that's the first part, right? The second part is we talked about the specifics, but I want to go, like I said, a little deeper into what, um, what I mentioned with, it can't be a goal that you think somebody else wants for you your goals need to be your goals for you and filling in you, right? So every single one of us is unique. And, and I've told this on this program before, but I, I spent a lot of time just thinking to myself, I don't have a purpose, right? I don't have anything that's mine. Um, I just was put on this earth to kind of be, right? I was the worker. I was the second guy and, and um, just lifted everybody else up. And but what I realized is that was actually my purpose, right? My purpose was to provide those resources to lift everybody else up. I just thought that that meant I didn't have a purpose, right? So understanding what your purpose is, is really kind of the first part of this because your goals have to tie into that and um, they have to feed that because if they don't, you will never achieve them. I don't care how much resources you have, how many breaks you get, um, you will figure out a way to not fully achieve that goal if it is not tied into your why, right? So when we talk about that, right? Okay, well, if that's true and you can make that decision for yourself, but I've found it to be very true. If you believe that, then that means, oh, okay. Well, I do have to get off the superficial level, right? I do have to get off the things uh, all the time, because those things are, are really just measuring sticks for you. Honestly, when you come back to it, right, you deserve to have a nice house. You deserve to have, right. You deserve to have the, the wealth that, that you'd like to create if it's tied into who you are. Right. And you have to believe that and you have to understand that, right. It's, it's a vehicle, right. It, you, you should never be envious or jealous of people that have have wealth. A gentleman named T. Harv Eckerd, who wrote um, The Millionaire Mindset, I, um, I was watching a video from him the other day, and he, he, in fact, it was his son that was saying this. He was next to his son in this video. And um, they were saying, right, when, when you look at people that are rich, wealthy, whatever it is that you, you kind of think is the next level you'd like to go to, how is it that you think about that, right? Do you look at them? Are you jealous? Are you envious? Or are you impressed? Are you proud? Are you grateful that they had that opportunity, right? So how you show up in that moment, right? So we have to, again, get to what is our why, and then we can set these goals. So we've got the 101 goals list. I want to break this down 
even a little bit further because with that 101 goals list, that gives you kind of the, okay, this is my life. This is what I'd like to do with it on whole. And I want to start checking these things off. But that's big. That's a lot, right? That that can be overwhelming at times. And so when you think about that, then, okay, now I need to like take bits and pieces of this out. What is it that I can create pretty quickly? What is it I can create this year, right? Our, our world, our lives, um, the things around us operate on a cycle, right? We've, we're hopefully at the end of winter. If you're tuning in live, you know, we're, we're in the late, later parts. We're getting towards the later parts of February here. So we're still in winter, but we're coming up on spring. So we've got winter, we hit spring, then there'll be summer and then there'll be fall. It'll be back to winter again. Right. So there's this for the way that our modern world lives. We have this 12 month cycle that we operate on and we're um, currently in 2023. If you are, again, if you're catching the podcast version, we might be a little bit after that, but I still think it'll be in 2023 that we get to this one. Um, so how do, how do we then come back and break that down? And, you know, each year we should probably have one or two very specific goals that we're going after um, in different areas of our lives, right? And maybe um, for me, there's, I've broken down my life into five main categories and I try to work on one goal in each of those categories. Now, some of those categories in my life, um, I feel like I'm in a really good place in. And so the more I can focus on fewer goals, the easier it's going to be and, and the more kind of um, calm, <laughs> so to speak, to, that it'll be to get there. Uh, so with, with that being said, you know, so you, you're going to pick out a few of these things, but then from there, there becomes this very specific process. And um, I was so fortunate to be able to share very specifically and to help people through this process earlier on in the year, I put a a program out there called the success action plan. And this process is really kind of cool. It kind of came to me as I was working on how do I achieve my goals? And then all of the learning that I've had from people like Jack Canfield, people like Jeff Olson with the slide edge, um, people like T Harv Eckert and, and millionaire mindset and, and just all of the wonderful people in this space that I've been able to be around I've been able to take little bits and nuggets from all of them. And to me, to me, it kind of showed up in this success action plan. Right. And so it, it's, and I won't bore you with all eight steps and not, not bore you, but um, I, I won't share all eight steps specifically in detail because part of the process is evolving into it and, and not getting too far ahead of yourself. Um, so you know, if you were somebody that signed up for the success action plan, you've got, you got a PDF document that, um, but then there was this back and forth. You, you were to do a part and then share, get feedback, kind of make sure that um, it felt right for you. You know, I had have follow-up questions and things like that. And then, then we get to the next step, right? So the basics of it though, is first going back to what I talked about just a little bit ago, making sure that's really tied into your why, right? And, and I call it clarifying your reason because your reasons have to be bigger than your excuses. And these are your reasons. Most people don't reach their goals because their goals are not theirs. Their goals are either what somebody told them they should be striving for or what they think society considers success, right? If your goals are not yours, 
I don't care how much help you get, how much coaching, how great those coaches are, right? I, you could have Jack Canfield, you could have Tony Robbins, like next to you along the way. And if it is not your goal, it's just a goal that somebody else is telling you or, or society has told you, you should be achieving, never going to happen. Right. I, I believe that in my heart and soul that that will never happen. So that's first, right? Just, okay. Why is this goal important to my purpose reason? And, and if I can truly believe that, then I've got the first step. Right. And then from there, I need to make it a, I need to make it a story, right? As humans, we understand things at a narrative level. We understand things at a level of, um, being able to really kind of hear a story, hear that arc, right? The, the hero's journey. Um, you may have heard it called that before, right? And so our goal has to be turned into a narrative, right? And in a narrative in such detail that we can close our eyes and actually feel those physical sensations, feel the, the emotions of achieving that goal. And, and just it's so crystal clear that we can, we have that end result. We have that goal in mind. And then we let things, you know, then we, we kind of figure out the things in between because you don't have to know exactly how you're going to get to that goal. In fact, if you think that, you know, how you're going to get to that goal, I'll tell you right now, it will not happen that way. Um, I've not met anybody that said, here's my goal. Here's the exact steps I'm going to follow every day day in and day out, and it's going to get there. Because the reason that it's a goal is because we don't have it yet. We haven't achieved it. We have to learn, we have to grow, right? We have to get feedback and change things along the way, but things are gonna change based on what comes in and nobody can tell the future, right? We, we can create the future, but we can't tell you how it's gonna happen, right? So we can create the future in our mind and we can get there. I truly believe that, but we can't actually tell how that future is going to unfold, right? There's no crystal ball that shows you exactly the steps along the way. So you set that, that really clear intention, but then you have to believe it's possible, right? We have to have enough belief in ourselves to be able to get there, right? To be able to push through the hard stuff. It has to be so connected to our why. And then we also have to have a belief enough in ourselves that we can get there that maybe that goal is stretching you, you know, because achieving any goal worth achieving, it's going to be outside of your comfort zone. And so to get outside of your comfort zone, you have to believe that it's possible. And the way to do that is to then put in little milestones along the way, right? What, what are some things? Yes, I don't have to know every step, but what's a step I could take? What's the first step I could take? What's another step that I could take? And then start setting up those milestones. I, I, I explain it like this. I don't know if any of you have ever um, done any distance running of any kind, um, but if you have, you'll be familiar with, you know, if you like in a half marathon, it's typically at about the 11 mile mark. If you're somebody that has run a marathon, I have not yet. Um, I don't know if I ever will. I don't have a great desire to, but I've run a few half marathons and my wife's actually trying to get me to run another one this year. Um, I'm not sure if my body's ready for that. I, I need to do a lot more work. She's going to, and I'm very proud of her. But you have this where you kind of hit this wall and you're like, I'm never going to get there. Uh, my, your body is just tired and, and it becomes the mental game, right? And how do we overcome that? 
so in the in the uh, half marathon that my wife and I have run here um, twice now, I believe, at the 11 mile mark, there's this hill that you run up pretty much the entire 11th mile. And when you're driving by it, you're like, that's not really even a hill. It just kind of looks, eh, okay, yeah, it goes up a little bit. When you're at, just got done running 10 miles and you're at the foot of that hill, it looks like you're about ready to climb Mount Everest, right? So you're, you're summiting the peak and your brain goes, nope, <laughs> no thank you. And you've got to go, yep, we can do this. I believe in you, legs. I know you're jello right now, but I believe in you. And, and then you start negotiating with your, your inner voice, right? And you go, okay, see that stop sign up there, right? You can see that, right? We can run to that, can't we? Yeah, we got this. And we run to that stop sign and then we stop. And, we go, ah. and then we have the next negotiation. Ah, see that lamppost up there? See that light pole? We can run to that, right? And before you know it, mile 11's done and now the rest of the way is downhill, right? And doesn't mean that the rest of the way is any easier necessarily, but you have to have those, those milestones, those posts, those signs along the way that'll help you believe that you can get there. Um, and then finally, you just need to set up a way, as I mentioned, to reach a goal, we have to grow, we have to learn, we have to get better. And so therefore we have to crave feedback, right? We don't have to be open to it. We have to crave it. We have to get ourselves to a point where we're willing for people to say, you're not doing a very good job with this, right? You have to look for the constructive criticism. I'm not saying that you have to put any stock in the, the haters, right? Let, let them go, right? But there may be nuggets in there from those haters, right? There may be nuggets of ways that you can improve. You don't have to let their bad attitude affect you, but they might have good information in there. So you have to crave feedback and therefore you need to set up some times to really look, really be honest, really get away from the, you know, let's say it's to um, increase your business by an extra $10,000 in sales this year is your goal, right? And that's your baby. That's something that you put your heart and soul into in your business. And so to hear that maybe you need to improve it can be a hard pill to swallow, but you have to crave that pill, right? You have to crave that feedback. Um, and then finally, you've got to celebrate, right? And one thing that I always made the mistake of doing, and I know a lot of other people make this mistake because they've told me that they have, is that we think that we can't celebrate until we reach the goal, right? Well, I, I'm not there yet. I mean, I still find myself saying that sometimes and I have to correct myself, right? If, if you're making progress, if you're reaching towards a goal, if you've committed to a goal and you have enough belief in yourself to go after it, You've already achieved it if you can stay in it long enough, if you can persevere. And we can't persevere if we're constantly going, ah, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Right. You have to change that to I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, yep. That's that, that feels a little bit closer. Let's celebrate that. Right. Because when we start celebrating that, that creates this dopamine hit inside of our, our bodies and our inner body, our, our subconscious craves that hit right and when we crave that hit then guess what we do a little bit more right and so if you can celebrate along the way because here's the other part about a goal that i don't think a lot of people talk about um is that goals all themselves are just another stop on the journey right um 
Olympic athletes experience this probably more so than than anybody because to become an Olympic athlete and and get to the Olympics, that takes a massive amount of dedication, commitment. You know, so for example, the the people that have been volleyball players that that I know that have uh, um, gone to the Olympics, right? after the Olympics are some of the most difficult years of their lives because that's all they've done. They've lived, sleep, breathe volleyball in every way, shape or form. And they get there. And even if they win the gold medal, what's next, right? They haven't thought about that because they've been so committed to that one singular goal and then they don't have what's next, right? So a goal is honestly a, I don't know, like you look at it like, okay, this is the goal post and a goal might be doing this from time to time. So those of you on the podcast version, I'm moving my hand back and forth, right? Your, your goal post might move, right? Maybe you don't get all of the way there, but is it more than you would have done if you didn't set the goal? Well, celebrate that. And then maybe you reset the goal and, and try to go a little bit further, or maybe you go over it and you go, man, I set that goal a little bit too low. Okay, let's reset the goal. So the goal is kind of a moving target, honestly, because it's part of the journey still, right? And so until the end of our lives, we, we've got to keep that journey going and, and goals can really help us achieve more and accomplish more, but they shouldn't be the end all be all. So don't, don't celebrate just because you haven't gotten there, celebrate all the little wins along the way. All right. So, so that's the process. That's kind of the, the overall process. Um, I mentioned that I got to work with people at the beginning of the year. I put a program out there called success action plan. And because right now this live version is a little bit later in February, that that program has been taken down because it's kind of based around a 12 month cycle. Um, but for those of you that are tuned in, or, or maybe you're catching the podcast version of this a little later on, I thought, you know what, what the heck? it's been so useful for other people and maybe you were waiting to see if it was going to work those of you that have, that have started and haven't completed it yet right this might be a reminder to say let's get back to it um and this will also serve as my reminder so look for me to be reaching out to you <laughs> and said hey just a little tap on the shoulder how's everything going where are we at right a little we got this and but if you didn't take the the leap back in the beginning of the year and you go, ah, what Aaron's saying today is making a lot of sense to me. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should see what this is all about. So with that being said, I'm going to put it up at the bottom of the screen here for the podcast listeners. You want to go to osg.link forward slash SAP, which stands for success action plan. And this is a hidden product. You can't just go to uh, coachosg.com and find it anymore. But for those of you that are not our success group members that are tuned in here, um, if you go and, and you go to that link and then you hit the little button to, to buy it, to purchase this program, um, to invest in yourself, right? <laughs> Before you put in your um, payment details, if you'll scroll down to the bottom of that page where the payment details are at, down in the bottom left corner, you can put a code in there. And this code is going to save you 50%. I decided, you know what? Let, let's let's see if we can get this in more people's hands. So if you put this code in SBSSAP, you put that code in, it will save you 50%. Now, if you're in our success group member, you can reach out to me um, and I will also post it in the private members group today. 
you can also get a discount on this and your discount as a uh, as a osg member masters of success or osg squad your discount will be 75 percent off now and i will share that code privately for you guys like i said in the in the private members group or if you want to reach out to me directly because it'll be a little bit later today before i can put that in the group there so that's what I've got for you guys today. Again, go to osg.link forward slash SAP. And um, once you hit the little red pinkish button to, to uh, invest in the success action plan before you put your payment details in, just scroll all the way down to the bottom left side of the, the, the page and um, use SBS SAP. And that will get you 50% off of the success action plan. Okay. All right, so that's what I've got for you guys today. Um, goals and and why you should have a 101 goals list, but then taking that and breaking that down into a very specific thing. With that being said, that's what I've got for you guys today. Next week, uh, I will be, uh, for those of you, again, tuning into the live version, if you're on the podcast version, next week will uh, probably be the same, but it will be right after because um, in the month of February and March here, I'm going to have some Saturdays that are off due to the travel schedule. Um, but I was planning to be off next Saturday, but um, I happened to have a meeting with a, a friend of mine who's in a men's group that I'm a part of with him. And um, he is a really incredible guy. Um, it's been so great to get to know him. He's got an incredible story. Um, so bring the tissue box. Uh, every time he tells me a story, I get emotional. Um, and it, but it's an incredible story. And then we're going to actually get into some practical things too, because he's in the life insurance, but he also works in the health insurance uh, side of things. And, and I know we've had a gentleman on here for health insurance in the past, but Nick has got um, some, some stuff that uh, I think will be really um, powerful for you guys because, uh, and he's actually working on trying to help me um, do better because right now we've got just catastrophic health insurance. And, and uh, so as a small business, he, he, he thinks he's got some ways that he can help us. So he's gonna tell the story. So just, we understand where he's coming from, why this stuff's so important to him. And then he'll share how um, small businesses might be able to have uh, a little better go of it when it comes to health insurance, right? If you're somebody that has a day job and you're going, the only thing holding me back from my day job is the benefits. Hmm. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's think about that. Do we have to do that? Right. And he might have some solutions for us. So that's happening next week. Um, Darren, yes, sir. I will see you at DAX on Saturday. Um, I did send you a direct message on Bali too. Uh, let me know if you, you caught that, if you saw that Darren. So, but thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to see you on Saturday. Yeah. Let, let me know what, uh, what shirt size you got there. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Okay, Chuck says, thank you. I deeded that today is one of my bad days. I tend to procrastinate. Okay, well... That's okay. That was that was before, right? Everything that happened before doesn't matter anymore. So it's what you're going to do in this moment, right? Just worry about this moment. 
think about, enjoy, celebrate this moment more, more so than anything. All right, Chuck, just be in here, right? Just keep showing up, man. It's going to happen. I know it is. I, I believe in you. And uh, I, I can see you building that belief in yourself too. So keep that coming. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you spending some time with me early this Saturday morning. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your weekend and we will talk to you all very, very soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.